What's up, guys? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Ha! It's been a while. I know, it's been a while. I've been super busy with uh, filming the Mayans MC Season 2. Pretty excited about that. Uh, I can't really talk much about it, but I can say I am doing it, and it's nice, and it's fun. Before I took off to, from Salt Lake City to L.A., I actually did a, sat down and did a podcast with Matt Best, and we talked a lot about all kinds of different stuff, but obviously the most important thing that I want to make sure you guys know is that he, uh, he's got a book out. He's got a book coming out. Um, go out there right now and pre-order it everywhere you can buy books you fucking know where to get it uh, it's called thank you for my service um, you guys check that out besides that you guys already know we have sponsors we have a few sponsors core medical group if you guys haven't been paying attention to my social media I've been losing weight feeling great uh, you know I finally kind of started taking my, my shit serious besides taking you know TRT and helping me burn the fat and get my energies normal and get my hormones back to you know back to a normal level I'm in the gym and I'm actually eating good. That's the hardest part for me because I like to drink beer. But I've cut out pretty much most all liquor and um, cut out everything I can think of that's just unhealthy, mainly sugars, and we're doing good. you know. So I've been dropping weight and feeling good, and it's all because I have the help and assistance from the TRT that Core Medical Group sends me. Core Medical Group is fucking amazing. You guys check them out. Let them know I sent you. Also, don't forget we have... Willie Pete's chocolates. I think we're we're we are honestly super close from getting our Willie Pete's chocolates. Um, I think it's considered a hot sauce, more like a mild kind of barbecue smoky sauce. But you guys go check out Willie Pete's chocolate. It's the best. Um, those of you who haven't heard about it before, Willie Pete's chocolate. This guy he makes the chocolate at his house. He actually grows all those plants that he puts in there. Most of the stuff, obviously black gravel coffee, he puts in one of one of the chocolate bars, but you have different kind of Scoville units, different levels of heat from, you know, nothing at all and has chocolate and marshmallows and graham cracker kind of thing in it. So it's like a s'more or you can go all the way up to like a Moab and it has like a Carolina Reaper pepper and it'll fuck your shit up. But if you guys are interested in that shit, go ahead and check it out at Willie Peach Chocolates. Beyond Clothing, Beyond Clothing, an outdoor uh, equipment store. It's expeditionary gear and layering systems. And when I say all that, it sounds fucking crazy. All, it's, it's really badass and high-quality outdoor gear, from jackets to, to pants to, to backpacks to layers and layers and layers of, of other gear. So you guys go check them out. I mean, you won't be disappointed. I think they have one of the best social medias out there and showing the lifestyle of, of being part of that community of Beyond Clothing. <clears throat> and uh yeah gmr gold that is our last one for today gmr gold bouillon box i don't know if you guys know but this is what i do i have a subscription with these guys and it's pretty cool you go ch check out gmrgold.com if you have any questions but gold silver precious metals that's what they dabble in and beyond uh, the bouillon box is something you can order you can order like a hundred dollar two hundred dollar three hundred dollar subscription and get sent to your house some really cool and exotic uh, metals, mostly silver, some gold, some pieces here and there. I think it's fucking awesome. Me and the family love it. I think it's really cool. I know I got a package coming here soon. I'm excited to see what it is and what the surprise it has in store. 
But you guys should check them out. That's GMR Gold or Bullion Box. Check them out online, gmrgold.com. Burn, burn. Now, let's get to the podcast with Matt Bass. Ah, boom. Recording. I think it's recording. Yeah, we're good. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How are you? Good, man. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Video Rock Podcast. Obviously, I'm here with my boy, Matt Best. And, and what, a, what a pleasure. This is a long time coming. Like, I wanted you to be the first guest on my podcast when I first started, but she got so fucking busy on both, right. both ends that it never happened. And so now, look at us. Years later, I think it's two years now later, here you are on the podcast. Are you, what episode are you on your podcast? You're up in the hundreds, right? No, I don't know. I don't even pay attention, bro. I stopped <laughs> fucking. I, start, I originally started numbering them like episode one, episode two. And then I was like, fuck episode Boom, just put it up. There. Put them up and go for it. I love it. Well, dude, I do it all myself, right? So, and I've never been like the most organized when it comes to shit. So as long as the content's up there, I can give a fuck what number it is. Hey, we're creatives, man. We're like not that organized, but at least we keep going and always hustling. So that's the beauty of it. That's it, man. So what's up, man? So first of all, like we're, we're going to talk about it at the end. I want to make sure we highlight that, that. I, I see finally the book is out, man. And it's crazy because it's taken, what, two years of the process? You know, two years almost in the DOD. I mean, I wrote the treatment for the book and shopped it around three years ago. And so, yeah. I mean, and and you I wrote seen. a book and published it before mine even came out. And I had a good start on you. So, it yeah. for you. and my, my, crazy. my book was an easy one because it wasn't like, it's not about my life per se, and it was also kind of more of a self-help kind of section. So it wasn't hard to write that, but like, I couldn't even imagine where to start if I was going to start writing my story. Um, and so for you to do that and, and finally get it done. And I know the DOD had a lot, of, you know, had a lot of pool in there that was trying to slow it down. And that's why, that's really the reason it took two years just in the process of in the DOD, right? Because they were trying yeah. to do that information kind of thing, right? Well, it wasn't necessarily the, um, how much they redacted their redactions were fairly light when I got it back. I mean, it was stuff that I thought was a little silly, but they were super fair in their redactions. I mean, they didn't really pull anything that I narrated as far as like war stories and stuff. It was a lot of like, don't say this tier of units name and redact it. You're like, absolutely. A couple people that were on target with us back in the day, they yeah. didn't want to know. totally understandable, but I, I went into it writing it like super obsec friendly, you know, growing up Ranger Battalion together, oh, like remember that you couldn't even. You couldn't say anything. Yeah. Hi, mom. Life is good. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I always obviously take that in consideration because a lot of our friends are still. You still have the boys doing work. Boys. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I would never once want to do that. So their reactions were life. But yeah, it took seven over 17 months. And I didn't know, but I actually had a friend reach out to me and go, reach out legally to them. And I'm like, whoa, absolutely not. And they're like, no, pretty much everybody does it. So I just you know, consulted them through, yeah. um, an attorney and just to say, Hey guys, what are we, where are we at? You know, just let me know if you need more time. And then within like a month they had it redacted. Um, and they, I guess they did a bunch of sweeps on it and we're live and ready. I'm super excited, man. Cause a lot of your, a lot of the stuff of that we did back in the art 15 days is in there and kind the of glory the, days. This is in the failures and, and all the cool stuff. Well, it's the glory days, right? Like I tell people, I say, it's cool to see the, the wave of veteran entrepreneurs that come after us that I know personally, and they've mentioned directly to me that it was a big influence on what we've done. And that in itself is pretty cool to be a part of. You know what I mean? And us not knowing what we were doing was, kind of, was, was even what makes it more beautiful. We were just like, let's fucking have some fun. You know what I mean? Like, 
I had no idea my position would turn into what it was, right? Like, I was like, I'll go help you, dude, whatever. And I did a PT, and then all of a sudden, it's like, in one video, next video, and all of a sudden, it starts becoming like, oh, people are knowing who Rocco is. And I was like, holy fuck, my life is changing from these fucking videos. And, And so, like, just my life alone has been from severely impacted i mean i think what i do today is really based off the foundation of what article 15 created for me you know what i mean in, in, in itself yeah. you know what we created if you will and so it's been a fucking crazy ride dude and it's cool that you even you mentioned a lot of that in the book which is fucking rad yeah it was a pivotal point in my life you know i was deploying carrying a gun full time you were working for the government and you know jt was doing that stuff and i think the hardest question i've had to answer over the years has been well, how, how'd you guys know what to do? And I can't like reiterate that enough. It's like, we didn't know what we were doing. We were like trying to create a source of supplemental income to kind of have fun and justify drinking beers at one in the morning um, <laughs> outside of like our professional careers that we were really, really busy with. Uh, wow. But you know, I never set out to like, am I going to own a coffee company or a, a whiskey company or an apparel company? It was like, no man, I just wanted to like, you know, start selling a couple shirts to buy a better, uh, yeah video camera and then when you came on board super early it was like well of course i want to hang out with vince he's one of my best friends and like i've been to war with a guy like of course i want him around and not to mention your your personality and how good you are in camera and your creativeness so it's so it was, so much fun it was crazy man like uh, you know it's it's one of those things where it had to end at some point it was just so perfect and all it was like the perfect amount of chaos happening at the right time and right during like the the whole social media boom using social media to market and and, like everything was just like this perfect science that happened and so like it it wasn't going to continue like we couldn't continue to make the youtube videos at the pace that we were making them forever like it was it's impossible like people didn't realize how much work it took to just come from concept to video and then Right when you make the fucking dopest video you ever thought it was, the next one's like, bro, can't wait for the next one. You're like, motherfucker. It's it's creatively taxing like a mofo. Yeah, bro. I always use that analogy when people hold up like a camera and are like, make a a viral video, Matt. You're like, ha, (laughs) what I did with my hands. Yeah, that's the Well, dude, I want to make sure, like, I, I, I tell people, and I've told you personally, like, I really... I think a lot of people, and I hope your book talks about it, and it probably won't, because I, I know you're probably not going to be really self-indulging. You know, so it's like, you, I believe that you are really the, the man, you are the one person in the veteran space that is kind of the, man, the revolution, uh, the renaissance man of our era of this kind of concept. Like, there was people doing videos before Matt Best, right? I don't think, I think when you made the videos, it really was the perfect combination of legitimate background, looks, charismatic personality, you know what I mean? And, and as well as, you know, is, is your editing and, and, and your video, uh, videography style. You know what I mean? I think when you came out with the first rap battle um, and that took off, it was like, dude, who the fuck can compete with you right now? Like in my head, I was like, this is the dopest thing. And so when it all came about, you in El Paso, we did the beers with best and I hung out and that's kind of what started me hanging around with the crew. It was like, I knew it was like, man, the talent that you had and and turning it into with, with JT's mind of saying, Hey, let's make this into a company and let's sell shirts. And then, so the whole package was this 
incredible fucking viral content video or potentially viral content video ends up in the end promoting a t-shirt company, which was owned by special operations and freaking combat veterans. You know what I mean? Which is like this perfect package at the time with enough humor, but not too far to the left too far. It was just this really fucking perfect piece that you, that you created and it continued to do so. And I think that like, like I hope that the world some days knows like Matt best really was the, the, the guy who started this path that now you see, you see a little bit of Matt best in almost every veteran video. That's comedy out there. There's a little bit of, you know, and I say it like that and, and I say a little bit of Matt best, but I believe it's definitely some sprinkles of what you've done is continue to affect every veteran company out there. Not even that law enforcement. And you see it, it's, it's growing into this big social media. And, and people can say no and this and that, but I believe it was all attested to what you created from the beginning. I think Black Rival's success is really is is started off of the the fucking tidal wave of following that you created from Article Fifteen, and it just continued to pile on. It's like momentum, man. You had the momentum and kept going, and and now combined with smart business, combined with great partners and all these other things, like now you have like a very successful company in Black Rifle Company, and, and and the future is obviously the sky's the limit, but. But it was just like this, this perfect piece that I don't think anyone could have put together without you. I think you business partners, great business partners and smart business decisions are, are always there and you always have to make those. But I think it all comes, it, it comes, it's a lot harder to get where it is now without the beginnings of what Matt Best did. And that's how I see it. Well, I mean, I freaking really appreciate your reverence. That, that's awesome. And, and thank you. And, you know, I guess I didn't really realize it ever early on until maybe more recently when I've had really big names in the community that have more followers than I do now. And they're like, I started this because I saw a picture of you doing this and the videos. And, you know, and I, I take it in a way of like, that's awesome, man. Like if I can inspire people to go be business owners or show them that there is some form of success or outlet to vent their creativeness, like then that's, that's freaking awesome you know i remember early on when i'd see people like replicate exact things i was doing i'm like punk and now why am i a hater i'm like i know that i can always create stuff and i'm pretty good at it so like if other people want to you know try a form of content that i've done because i've done the same thing i've taken inspiration from everywhere and kind of put my own twist on it like that's awesome you know early on it was taking food out of our mouths right it's like right Early on, it was a little bit of a competition yeah. because you have a sure. t-shirt company that's putting out almost exact same content as another t-shirt company. Well, yeah, then, then there is kind of this like, hey, what the fuck? You're still in content. But in the end, it's always like, yeah, but they're copying us because who we are. You know what I mean? And, you know, and they knew that we had this, we had essentially that algorithm figured out, you know, in a, in a, in a sense. Yeah, I think it's awesome now. I mean, you know, I, I think that there is a sense of dilution that has happened within the veteran-owned business um, space. I think a lot of people just throw that term out there now without understanding the um, the leverage and the weight that that statement carries. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I've seen some really epic, amazing businesses. I've seen you, you know, follow through with your entrepreneurship. I've seen other companies succeed. And, and I mean, that's the American dream right there. If you go serve your country and then your own boss, I think, I think everybody should try it. Um, hopefully in a more safe route and not just dump their life saving into a, an idea. Yeah. Walk they, away, walk away from a seven and a half year fucking federal career. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always yeah. question like, Holy fuck, I'm an idiot. But, um, if I didn't jump all in, I never would be in the position I am now. You know what I'm saying? So it was for like, sure. But it's cool. It's kind of a testament to, I think, if you can use a lot of the skills that the military has kind of instilled in us, 
it's pretty yeah. it's pretty comfortable route to jump into entrepreneurship. Not it's never going to be fucking easy, right? There's never a fucking like yeah. business, business fucking sucks and it's hard as fuck. But there's yeah. no better feeling to to kind of control your schedule a little bit more, have a little yeah. bit more control of your life, have creative vision, and being able to know that that's something that you've kind of nurtured into what it is today, kind of concept. You know, like I've never been more fulfilled in doing that with companies than I have with, with anything else. Yeah, no, it works out well for me because I'm definitely not a lazy person. Like I, what I lack in intelligence, I make up for in work ethic. And so, but it's nice because sometimes, you know, if I like had a late night or something, I can sleep in till eight thirty nine and be like, I'll know I get the work done later today and then I'll work through it. But it's not like I have to be there at zero seven and I'm not as good as a performer as I should be. Like yeah. give me that extra hour sleep or give me that extra hour of ideation on whatever I'm working on to, to make it work. And that's why entrepreneurship works for great, great for me. And unless some crazy happens, I'll never not be a business owner. No, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think you're going in a good direction right now, man. It's crazy. You know, some people ask, how did you get involved in that? And like, I, I don't know by now how people haven't heard the story of that us. We were in second range of town together. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy. Um, yeah. Matt, Matt, not just like, not just like, I, I always try to say like, we weren't, sister companies. I didn't see you on a deployment. Like we were in the same we're exact same, platoon, same platoon and then same squad at one point too. We've done, we've, done, we've done the same missions, keep walking to the same doors in the same rooms. And yeah. I've, I've definitely followed you in a room or two. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's like funny to me. It's like, no dude, that's, that's the fucking homie. And you know, through all social media, man, and being in a public figure and all that shit, um, I always catch some like, dude, is Matt Best really that cocky? Is Matt Best really that douchey? And I'm like, how hard is it for you to like, uh, like I tell him all the time, like, dude, when you fucking meet Matt, if you know Matt, he's a genuine motherfucker, right? He's just a genuine motherfucker, right? Like, yeah. but it's, it's and I know just watching from like all the years of watching you and being around you and seeing it, like, I knew that it was kind of a, 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 a heavy thing to portray Matt Best and best 11 X and then to yeah. be just a regular Matt in a bar and everyone wanting you to be the guy they see on fucking YouTube. Like, how yeah. fucking hard was that? Cause for me, I, like, I got mad at a dude one time. Like, Hey bro, fucking I'm like, dude, I'm not your fucking monkey. Like chill the fuck out. I'm a normal dude. Let's have a beer and chill. Right. And so, right. And you had that times 10. So like, how hard was that for you? Like all those years, I think it's funny. We we're so similar that we're like really laid back when we're just chilling. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, uh, you know, there is a part of me that's a very like sarcastic, semi cocky guy, but it's not really who I am deep down. And I think that is the extension that created my social media, you know, following was because I was just really heightened, like, I'm, you know, but that, that was the allure of it. It was just, just this guy that's doing it. And I'm still that way, but you know, yeah, it, it's funny to see how different people actually view me. And I forget that, especially like my really early videos, because we oh, weren't really yeah. behind the scenes. We were just doing like here's a skit where I'm standing up and like kicking someone in the face and then shooting a, a course on the, on the and then chugging a beer and snapping. And people are like, uh, what? But then like, yeah, everyone loved it. But then you got the, the negative feedback with a bunch of fucking trolls that we were like, what the fuck? And I think that's, that's, that's true. It's like when you start doing your BTS, you start being genuine. You people are like, right. oh, fuck is it normal? Well, the reason, the reason it doesn't bother me too much is because I kind of think your work speaks for itself and you've seen a lot of influencer per se, as you say, um, across the board kind of fade away yeah. because they, they, they were that guy and they believed that they were that guy. And then they're like, I'm the fucking man. And the second you start believing that 
on to the next one. And something that I've done pretty decently is navigate where I'm good at and really known where I'm bad at. And then partnership with people that are extraordinarily well at the things that I'm bad at and having the understanding of my own personal ego to go, Hey, it's okay for someone else to be like a face of something because I'm not that guy. You know, I don't need to be that guy all the time. I just really, I'm more involved in like creating things. I want to create a legacy with my companies. I want to create a legacy with the content we put out. So I tried to write this book and it took so long because I'm a perfectionist. I'm like, it's got to be right. Like, sure, I could have shit it out and I'm going to get paid either way from my publisher, but I want it to be fucking amazing where people read this and they go, man, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, and I, and I think I did it, you know, it's three years and sorry for everybody waiting, but I truly believe I did it. It's, it's, it's good, man. I don't think I have like personally don't have the fucking patience. I'm the guy I'm on the other side, like, fuck it. It's out there. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll make the next one better. But like, it's like the whole different mindsets, right? Like I'm so, I'm such a fuck it mentality sometimes. Like in my book, right. I, I wrote it every morning before I went on set for the Mayans and every night I was writing it. And then I came home, I did edits and then I sent it in and they got kicked back. Like, Hey, fix this. I go, okay. And by that, by three months I was done, bro. Like I was like, fuck this. Like this is taking time for my kids. I'm sitting at dinner time. Yeah. Kids. All right. Have a good night. I love you. And and I fucking was getting tired of it, dude. And and that's part of like, yeah, like it's going to be hard for me to sit down and write another book, but I want to, I've I've been working on the concept of, uh, kind of highlighting the border patrol teams because I think uh, they deserve some, some credit and, and, and oh, they, yeah. you know what I mean? I think they deserve some highlighting and some, some positive feedback. And so I've been thinking about that, but, but man, all I keep thinking about is like how, how much it sucks to just sit there and just think and think and think and notes. And, and you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm no shit. Probably 500 read throughs on my manuscript, full read throughs. How much you hate it already? Oh man, it's, it's, well, the funny thing is I still laugh during the yeah. book because I watched the movie 200 times and I was like, I, I've never watched it since the tour that I, we went on. If he, I, I've never once even gazed at that thing because I hate it so much now because I pick apart everything I wanted to make better. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cause that's me. I'm like, every time I'm like, this could have been better. And so I know the book isn't published, so I can still kind of change things here yeah. or there, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely over it. And that's what I've had to like learn over the years is like understanding just how we were in the military being content with being uncomfortable. And I'm like super uncomfortable reading some of the stories, especially like revisiting some really dark times in my life. And I'm like, I really want to read this right now, but I got to make sure it's well-spoken and, and, and puts a good message down. So someone that reads it goes, man, that's kind of what I'm going through. And then they hopefully don't have to hit the fucking, you know, getting hammered off of a full bottle of vodka you just chug because you didn't get your job you wanted in driving. Like, I don't want people to do that. I did it. It's fucking stupid, you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's like, I I read my shit and I hate it. But you still get the good feedback, right? You get, right. it's funny, it's your, it's your own words, it's your own life, it's your own, and I guess we're, we're the, we're the heart, biggest critics of ourselves. But like, people, like, I think your book is gonna, is gonna reach a lot of guys and they're gonna find a lot of relatability. And that's gonna open their eyes to like, holy fuck, even this dude goes to that. You know what I mean? Because that's what yeah. I know. And then I really, and that's um, not to only talk about my books, we can talk about whatever we want, but that, that's something I really tried very hard to do was speaking through like the horrors of war, but then how I use humor to kind of like compartmentalize things and actually like not have a lot of issues with anything that I've done, even though I've some, done some really fucked up things that I won't even write in the book. But, you know, I wanted people to know like, it's okay to laugh at some really dark moments in your life because it's a coping mechanism. Sometimes you need that. And there's like a guy that's, you know, then five trips and another 
how many ever I did doing other stuff. Like it, it's okay to be like, this is super fucked up. Man. Well, bro, if, if you're ever in like, um, in a trauma room with nurses, they're the darkest motherfuckers I've ever met. You know, trauma All the time. Yeah. yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, because you know you have to. If you're an EMS guy and you're picking kids off the freaking streets once a week, like, dude, I don't care how strong you are psychologically. That's going to impact you in some way, form, or another. And humor to me is the best best coping mechanism because you don't need liquor, you don't need yeah. drugs, you don't need. There's got to be some kind of method of debriefing, and at least laughing keeps something positive still in your soul. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something still positive. Out of all chills, yeah. Yeah, because it's just crazy because I, I know that. And I remember my – I didn't grow up with a dark sense of humor. I just grew up like baseball players. We tend to like joke about dumb shit all the time, so it didn't matter. But right. as I got into the military and I started seeing people have this dark sense of humor and laughing it, I was, I was uncomfortable at first. Like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, but then right. you start seeing why, dude. You know what I mean? You, you get to, like some of the Ranger songs we were raised on, right? Some of the Ranger songs is like, <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, bro. Okay, yes, you know and I mean? then, man. Yeah. Yeah, bro, I was just thinking that. Dark, yeah. And so it's like you hear these stories, you're like, dude, that's crazy. And then you start like, I get it, right? It's this little weird bond that we all had because we all knew what we do for work is is some people is it's just it, they can lose their appetite of what the shit goes down sometimes. And so very interesting, man. That's cool. Uh, you know, the book. Well, that's, but I think that, uh, there's another really good point in that too. I, it's so funny. I want people to know that there's people just like them. I think that that's yeah. what we did early on with the videos that were like, oh, I'm not alone. There's people who think and, and act just like me. And you know what? To the, the motherfuckers that want to judge us for, you know, saying the F word a little too much or making a dark joke about a situation that we went through. Fuck you because you didn't go through it and you can judge on the outside, man. So this is for the guys internally and the gals that are like, man, I saw some stuff. Hopefully this gives me some, you know, understanding of what I'm going through. And then moreover, hopefully people that have never experienced it get to know, like, here's this guy that's, you know, a pretty big executive in this company, but also like you can be well put together and have a pretty crazy past. It doesn't define who I am. It just kind of guides my path forward. And I'm very thankful for those experiences. No, for sure, dude. So let me ask, man, you guys ever think about doing movies again? Um, dude, we're going to do one eventually. We have to come on. I feel like we have to, I know what I, what I personally want it to be. Uh, you know, and I think that I would love to bring back certain aspects of like range 15, but like with a little more, far more mature take on things and make it hilarious and engaging. And I think we can easily put together, if not better version of what the guys at super troopers do. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. That's there's, no, there's no reason why we can't, right? Like we were yeah. very, we were very young in the industry. We we were learning off of watching what Ross knew, and mm-hmm. dude, I, like I'm excited to for, for if the, if the conversation comes up, you know, I'm I hell yeah, I'm excited. Let's hear what the storyline is. What the you, we better be a you better be a main character, man. Uh, yeah, dude, and I'm <laughs> and I'm interested in fucking you know doing that this time. I don't want to just be. I would love to help like direct this thing because. Yeah. Because uh, I really want to, I mean, I've been doing so much in that world now and I really love it. And I think that's really like the future for me, I believe, is, is going to be in the directing, uh, producing side of things. You know, I don't always want to be in front of the camera. As much as I, it's, it's fun, it's a challenge, but um, I like to be able to do the storytelling. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's why I think some people realize some of my newer videos that have done okay, like I'm in them, but like 
it's really got my feel to him. Like an instructor Earl, like I directed that and there's like the coming out as conservative where I'm there in a little bit, but like all these other things I'm directing with like, you know, Eli and whomever for the most part. Cause I really have this like feel for it. And I'm the same way. If we ever did a movie again, I would want to be a co-director or something. Cause I think during age 15 and we were learning, there's a lot of things I'm like, man, I would do it this way, but Uh I I don't know. Yeah. But we don't know. Right. And, And I see at the end, I'm like, fuck, I knew I was right. You know? Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, I think we've got a lot more experience now and I think we're, we're definitely capable of making that happen and making it successful, dude. So when the team wants to fucking do it, man, you let me know, you know, I'm down, dude. That'd be a fun Heck one. Yeah. Absolutely. Was, talk to me about black Rock coffee. What are you guys doing now? What's the goals and all that for the future? Like I know yeah, things yeah, are yeah. Growing. you guys are continuing to fucking, you guys are continuing to, to evolve as a business. And so just curious now, what are some of the things you would highlight right now? If someone's asking, like, tell me about black Rock yeah i mean we're continuing to grow and i think the biggest thing that is setting us up for success is you know evan's take with my take is let's reinvest in the infrastructure of the company and make this a lifelong project this isn't like let's make a million dollars move on like we haven't taken dividends we just put it all back into the company and you know i think that shows we built out a whole c-suite of executives as far as a cmo coo cfo you know we, we have a third party audit financials to getting ready for us to do a franchise program and maybe like an ipo or something one day i don't know yeah um, but but like it's really it's really exciting for me because tom davin just came on as the co-ceo with evan He's and, legit, like, man. so legit and amazing human amazing um yeah business accolade that guy has and so really that's setting us up to build out that franchise model because we don't want to fuck it up and that's what yeah. he's done is the last 20 years of business essentially but, yeah, like he, a bunch of other things he's got an incredible and incredible resume so so once yeah. i saw him coming on board i was like whoa you just know i mean things are good but that dude's going to take things to a different level he just he brings a certain a certain amount of clout with him you know yeah. so that's huge, man. And that's great, man. It's funny. Well, fulfilling I, our promises, really, man. Like, you know, we said we're going to hire 10,000 veterans. I think it's, we can do it, but there's certain things outside of, you know, direct to consumer. How do we hire 10,000 people just selling subscriptions online? You don't, yeah. we got to work into brick and mortar into retail into wholesale accounts, you know, um, stores within stores of big outdoor retailers, What the, the world's the options. We have so many of them. So it's just a matter of getting someone that's done it before. So we don't fuck it up and we can do it in, in a timely manner. That's good, man. That's, 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 oh, dude, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I get tagged on Black Rifle shit all the fucking time still, dude. I'm like, I don't know. They're like, bro, you own it. Can you send me coffee? I'm like, no, I, I don't own Black Rifle coffee. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Let's Singers Whiskey. And, and, you know, that's a cool thing. That's a cool it's thing. awesome. And that's it's doing great thing. right now, man. Let's Singers it. is doing some crazy shit, man. And I think it's, it's a slow process, but uh, super excited where that's going to go and hopefully. Hopefully that one continues to grow, man. It seems like, you know, the, the want for the products there and we have a, a decent team over there. And I think it's certain other things, um, aren't, aren't fulfilling as much time in my life. I can focus more on that as well. At least, you know, putting a couple hours a week on it. It's hard to fucking to promote it right now because of the fact that we're not in every state, you know what I mean? Like it's hard to, because yeah. I get shit on so much when I post and they're like, well, it's not here, bro. Can't get it here, bro. And so it's like, fuck, right. like, Right. But it's kind of the cool thing about Let's Sing is because it's like the supply and demand kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah if you, you get know? a bottle, it's cool. Because if I ever walk in and there's one bottle left, I buy it myself. I'm oh, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, it's like prohibition shit, bro. People are fucking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, they're, 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 they're driving all over the place to get it, which is exciting for the brand. And it's doing well, man. 
But fuck yeah. It. Here's a question. Yeah. Music. What yeah. do you got planned? What do you got planned? I don't know if I can say. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed doing the music stuff uh, lately. I will say that um, a certain guy named Tim Montana and I jammed out and put on my Instagram the other day. Maybe, you know, stomp the foot that we'll do a big collaboration song that will be recorded in Nashville in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, um, yeah I want to kind of, I'm going to try to go in and like, um, you know, I love writing the music, you know, that that's what I did for the channel. It's all comedy, but I think that I can take that writing style and apply it to like actual people that have seeing ability. Yeah. Um, you know, you should do one cause you sing like an angel uh, <laughs> and help out. So I think we can, we're gonna put some really, really cool stuff together. I've been in like a Granger Smith video. I got, I'm doing one with him and my wife, uh, the next couple months. And so I'm just kind of like, get out there in the music industry, have fun. And I think it's really cool for people to see black rifle, but then they see the satire videos and then they see country music that we did. They're just like, Jesus, man, what do you, you guys do all the things? Like, that's what I want to be known as like the guy has fingers and everything. That's good, man. So speaking about your wife, dude, when, when do you think you're going to have little Matt best running around? Is there, is there, is there talks of that or you're still, you're nah. still just not, nah. I married seven years younger, man. So we got plenty of time. I mean, I'm working 80 hours at least a week. So there, I, I, when I have kids given, I'm very fortunate right now. I want to make sure that I have more time to be an epic father if I have kids. So like we got, so, time. so there's, there's not, a, there's a, so you do have some interest in having kids or is that like, ah, you know, when the time's right, we'll see. That's where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah. you know how women are that 30 years old and they're like, put a baby in me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, you've always been good with kids man. you've been good with my kids and JT's kids. And, and so I can see you being peanut butter, dude, peanut butter, peanut butter, motherfucker. <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> That's peanut butter. Peanut butter is an old, an old thing I used to do back in the military when I was active yeah. duty. And yeah. uh, I wouldn't cuss in front of my kids, but if I accidentally dropped an F bomb, I would say peanut butter after it. And my kids would say peanut butter. <laughs> and it was like this yeah. weird way of them learning that what curse words were and what not to say. And so it's, we have like Joe, like me over house, like, dude, this motherfucker peanut butter. And they're like, peanut butter. I'm like, Oh man, that's really cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, all, the soldiers, all the soldiers did it, man. It was kind of a cool time, man. Yeah. Peanut butter. Well, fucking a dude. Well, shit, man. I'm really excited to have you on here, dude. It's crazy because we haven't, I haven't seen you. When was the last time we saw, saw each other? Saw you, saw you in Salt Lake a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, that's ago. right. Talk to yeah, Salt Lake. Before that, it was a couple months. All that time. I'm going to be coming out to uh, San Antonio here soon. So I'll shoot you those dates when that comes around. And if me and yeah. family will be there for a weekend. And then I have to fly out for some other work I'm doing out in, in, in San Antonio. We got Warfighter Tobacco's now down in San Antonio. So don't that's right. The Moon Dunner. Yeah, so if you know some guys who want to smoke some cigars out there, and then we have a, uh, a a hero sports event in San Antonio the thirty first, but I'll be I'll be stuck in LA doing uh, Mayans MC stuff. So I was gonna say you're not gonna be there for that because I actually know people that help out hero sports down here. I think yeah, yeah. I met the gentleman that works for that, so I I, I sponsored their last uh, event myself personally. Oh, and, cool, uh, man! I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I got uh, asked out to be there on the thirty first if I can if I can yeah, make it. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it yet or not, but it, but I, I, most likely it's probably going to be no because the first couple weeks, mine's MC. We're going to be doing uh, we're going to be filming somewhere where where I might be out of pocket for a little bit. So so we'll see. Um, but dude, we have a team out here, a softball team for Hero Sports. Two guys have one leg. Really, bro? One dude has a blade, and he is fucking awesome. I'm talking like. Ryan Mac, dude, he runs faster than me, hands down, easily. 
like sprints. Awesome. And then we have Ryan, who's another another uh, single leg amputee from Iraq. And uh, it's been cool to see the team come together and the guys play sports. And and I know you've always been active in sports and and and, and fitness and MMA. And so if, if I stop stop hurting myself, I rolled my razor like uh, what two weeks ago and nearly broke my whole entire foot. So I just like I bone bruised. I saw, I saw that shit. I didn't know where the original injury come from. It reminded me of a time when you tried yeah. to ride a horse. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. I like how everybody says I'm prone to injury. Sometimes like, man, you're prone to injury. I'm like, yeah, but given my lifestyle that like, <laughs> like how fast can I go in this razor and do three sixties? Yeah. The fact that I, I'm not like dead or a paraplegic is pretty impressive. So Dude, I still had that video of you fucking getting pulled out of a uh, limousine by a helicopter and you yeah. went a little too high. I was like, yeah. oh. uh, <laughs> I hit the ground. I was like, Whew, okay. I sat there thinking like, this is stupid way to lose a company. <laughs> it's not going to be like, what a dumb way to lose a friend in the company. And there goes all our fucking world. You know, it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it worked out. You know, when it works out, it works out. It fucking works out. It works out, man. So dude, I'm glad to have you on here and I appreciate it, dude. Let me know about the drinking bros podcast. I know there's, you guys are starting freedom on here soon, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You got to be starting freedom on here soon. That's going to be you, Evan and JT. And then, uh, right. drinking bros is taking a back seat. Yeah, I'd love to clear that up because we actually did yeah. I did a show with Ross the other day and, and talked about it. And I think that it's funny to see how people think um, some of the friendships have become divisive or something. But it's I just want people to know, like, we're all like still great homies. Like you yeah. and I talk all the time, like we're besties, it's just like certain things work geographically and then like what you're planning to do in the future. And, you know, for us, drinking bros is great. I love it. And, you know, I probably will get shit for it. But admittedly, some of the stuff like we couldn't have level of guests on there because it was drinking bros. And if you go back to like episode 100 and these other things, you know, and I'm proud that we did them. They're fun, but like going forward, how do I want to look, especially when I'm sitting in a room with like big investor guys and I have to be speaking in front of boardrooms. Um, and, and not to say we'll always have a reverend humor. Like it's just in my DNA and that will absolutely never change. But I don't need to be talking about certain things. And, and that was my take on it. Everybody else has their own take on it. And so, yeah, Freedom On was a way for us to do more of like an inclusive black rifle and the crazy awesome people that come through the doors of, of that office and put them and have a really cool interview. Talk about the banter and the team rooms, just how like kind of how Drinking Bros started with us. Right. Well, those mill stories and just really fun OG stuff. Um, yeah. not, not as much into the Hollywood entertainment space because I just don't know it. And yeah. that's why Ross is like, we'd love to pick up on Ross Fires Revolution and he can run all that stuff. So you just get more now. So what's, what's Drinking Bros going to do? Drinking Bros going to be done and he goes only Ross Fires Revolution and now Freedom On? Um, I don't have the exact answer for that, right. but no. Drinking still, Bro- still figuring it out. Yeah, it will still be around though. I mean, you can't like burn, you know, whatever 300,000 subscribers to that channel or whatever it is, you know, and, and especially the people that have followed us so amazing. I, I still, everyone's like, bro, get on back on drinking bros. I'm like, dude, yeah. I, I would like to be in the room. Like fucking, I don't want to call in anymore. I want to be in the fucking room at the same time. It's like life, bro. Busy as fuck, dude. You know, I'm like, it's right. baseball season right now and I'm fucking coaching. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the old dude that's like, no, bro, I got to fucking be home more. So fuck it, dude. But that's yeah. why like, people always like, why did you leave the dream, bro? Like, dude, my life was so different at the time where, where I was going through being a single fucking dad. Like, I can't just fucking find a babysitter every fucking two weeks to go fucking film a podcast. It didn't work for my fucking lifestyle. I was like, sorry, man. Like, I have to do something different, but I enjoy podcasting so fucking much. Yeah, I started my own podcast because, like, I like fucking interviewing people. I like talking to right. people. 
I like having the fucking banter back and forth. And, and, and I like having it at the convenience of my own because my life is so hectic. Like right after this, we got to go pick up the kids. And then from there, we got softball practice. And then we're going to go watch Avengers. And then yeah. literally, like, that's my life, dude. Right. And that's the same reason with the Dream Bros for us. It's like, you know, Ross is in North Carolina or in San Antonio. Jared's like on the road 50% of the time. And then Evan and I's schedules are pretty synced because we usually have to go to the same meetings and that. So we're like, okay, if we have one internal with a guest, two, two, at least two hosts and a guest, that's a great show. Yeah. That was a way of like kind of, kind of easing the burden on us, but then still doing stuff where people get, um, I don't know the show they hopefully want. So. Yeah, the content, dude. They just want they just want to hear you guys speak your opinions and, and interview fucking badass people, dude. And the cool thing is that with your with your network, you're able to bring in some really badasses and, and fucking like. And I fangirled, man. Um, Ryan Bader was on Drinking Bros. I saw that, dude. And it was so funny. One of um, our head of production, she emailed me about doing some edits and she and put some other people in the thread and she's like, by the way, get you a man that looks um, at you. Like Matt looks at Ryan Bader and she screenshot like three ones. And I was like, like oh, giddy. I'm like, dude, the guy's like fucking captain America. He's like exactly. six, four human. He's cool as fuck. I was like, yeah, I don't care about having a man crush on that guy. He's a two time world champion. That's cool. So yeah, no, he's fucking, he's fucking jacked, dude. That's like the MMA world. Like, you know, like that's, that's the coolest fucking world. Like I don't give a fuck about actors as much yeah. as I can fuck about MMA fighters. I'm like, dude, I want to spar with you. Let's go. That's After the dream bros episode, I didn't think I said that. Um, we, we were drinking a little whiskey and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I don't know. And it was, I, we did a really late show. So it was like 11 or 10 PM at the office. He's like, you want to go spa, spar? I'm like, all right. So we're like grappling and wrestling in one of our conference rooms yeah. and we're just completely bloody because the carpet's ripping us up. And one of my poor customer service agents opened the door. She's like, hi, hi. And I was like, uh, and we're shirtless, sweaty and bloody. And she's like, I was just taking off. And we're like, yeah, I'll close up the office, man. No worries with the look of the stain on her face. It's like, wow. Then. <laughs> yeah. Two oh, gorillas. Yeah, I got my ass whipped, of course. But oh, well, but he's a professional, and it's, and it happens yeah. because they're professionals. Every time I get my ass whipped, I, I go home. I'm driving home, and I'm like, okay, he's professional. It's fine. It's okay. He does this for a fucking living. Yeah, yeah. Can do this shit? I'm just an old fuck who just hopes I can hold on to my yeah. fucking you nail. Know, hope I can have still look, have a good hook. Fuck. And that's when you call someone in your your company, and I'm like, Logan, we're gonna go spar. What? Although <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always far with small dudes, but all these dudes are like so fast and so like they're professionals. I'm like. Fuck you guys, man. Like, I want to hurt one of them, but I'm like, they're pros. I'm fucking, I'm a loser. I'm just in there for cardio. But yeah. come out to LA, dude. I'll be out in LA uh, from from May, uh, probably through September, depending on how many episodes I get this year. It, it's, it's, oh, wow. Yeah, it's up in the air, but I'll be in LA in and out. Almost every weekend, I'm available to 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 fly home, so I go home and see the kids. Um, but for the most part, throughout the week, I'm in LA working on whether it's going to be acting classes, whether I'm going to be pitching a show, I got to show them pitching, hopefully with, with every, with, you know, with, with the luck. And then I uh, just working on the minds, dude. And so you're more than welcome to stay at my family's house. I stay with my parents. Um, and you just know it, dude, you're, you're, you're my house is your house. Dude. You're always welcome and fucking hit me up. Thank you, Thank you very you. much for joining me on the podcast, dude. And uh, anytime your book is available where right now. It is absolutely everywhere. So it's called, thank you for my service. Yes. Um, and, um, obviously I hope people get the humor in that cause I'm kind of trolling people and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere. You can go on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's on Walmart, it's on target. Um, you, 
there, there's a link in uh, my Instagrams and stuff. You can, it's everywhere. You just thank you for my service. Amazon's usually the one I go to. I'm sitting yeah. um, as a bestseller in some of their, their charts right now, which is pretty cool to see the response to the book. So okay. it won't disappoint. I got, I got to admit that first time I've ever been super like solid on a project where I'm like, I'm happy about putting this thing out. Well, it's good, man. I'm happy for you. I'm sure it's going to be a New York Times bestseller fucking no time soon. But uh, congratulations. Yeah, let's write a book. Let's write a book and I'll do the edits. Bro, yeah, I can't. I'm dyslexic, dog. It takes forever. <laughs> well, plot twist. I'll just hire someone to do it that's way smarter. And you're like, damn, you're talented. You're like, so good. Hard. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. All right, good to see you, man. Will do. Let it.